Hello, everybody. Welcome to Burn After Noticing. It's the number one burn notice podcast that's sort of about burn notice. I'm Paul. I'm your host. I'm here with Josh, our other host. I'm the other host, and I'm here as well. He's here as well, but uh, we're not alone. Uh, you know, because when you're a spy, you need to bring some friends along have, the way. When you have Jesus, you're never alone. Never alone. We it's walk with Jesus. We walk with uh, we walk with our fellow spies, and we walk with our guests this week. Uh, we're very excited to have um, uh, the host of game shows. I suppose it's Jordan Haas. Jordan. Hi, friends. You know, spies are a lot like game shows because there's a lot of cryptography and there's a lot of decompression. In fact, one could say there's a lot of spies going on now. When you see things like The Mole or Spy Games on Bravo, the Real Housewives channel. Wow. That was the best wow. introduction this podcast has probably ever That's had. That's absolutely the best one this we've ever had. Thank <laughs> the you, most Jordan. on theme, at least. Fantastic. Wow. Thank you for joining us, Jordan. We really appreciate it. Having here, um, we're very excited to talk to you. No, no, no I appreciate it. I, I'm glad there's a podcast finally about burn notice. <laughs> yeah, the people have been waiting for it, and it's, not like there's, and it's not like another one launched it right around the same time. Or no, there's definitely not another one that's a little further ahead than us. Nope, nope. <laughs> Shout out to burn notice. They do seem very nice, but they'll never outpost me. Oh, my history with burn notice, or...? Um, yeah, well, that's something we want to get into. There's a lot of things we want to um, get into. Uh, first of all, let's talk about AEW. No, I'm just kidding. We're recording on a yeah, Wednesday night. I was going to say, I was waiting uh, for you guys to this talk is about why, that. This is why we don't record on, on Wednesday nights right after AEW, because it's mostly what's on my mind right now. Well, I just saw a man I mean, whip like, another uh, man with a MJF belt. MJF is a real son of a bitch. Real um, son of a bitch. But uh, um, I, I still do not care for, for uh, the Nightmare Collective. I still know what the hell's going on there. I think the Dark Order is a really neat gimmick, um, but if anything, I'm kind of I like kind of like the new tag team of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. I think Hangman Page and Omega is really interesting because uh, it appears that the original plan, uh, by all intents and purposes, would be to you know turn Hangman Page heel through this run, but with all of the uh, the kind of good guy energy he's getting and, and with the character development, it seems like it'd be a better move to uh, to make it Kenny at this point when you do the eventual breakup. But I oh. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see them like do all the mean bad guy thing. I don't want. I don't want yeah. more bad. All the bad guys kind of are just like, except for like Jericho, I guess. Like that's yeah. a real good Jericho. Just yeah, I mean, you know, the best bad guy um, or good guy, just the best guy really in all of pro wrestling. J Chris Jericho's a guy I could see showing up on Burn Notice. He's definitely like a like he could be like a quest giver of the week or a side quest guy. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but you might see some uh, WWE superstars later down the line. Whoa, that does make really? sense. That does absolutely make sense. USA Network, home to uh, Monday Night Raw for oh, a very yeah. long time. Good crossover promotion opportunity. You see, a I lot have nothing of, uh... to add to that conversation, by the way. <laughs> Welcome back, Shake. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, you, we're. That's uh, right. Kane, Glenn Jacobs, you are about to be burned. <laughs> Kane, the libertarian mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, real life. Real twenty twenty is the year that we uh, that we wrestle pill, Josh. It's going to happen through this podcast and uh, just yeah, through just osmosis to me. Like It'll I'm going to make it. Yeah. What Labor Day weekend? Pro yep, we're going to probably go to All Out on Labor Day weekend. Uh, catch some wrestling in Chicago. Very excited for that. First time I've ever done that. There, there's a little tease for the podcast. IRL burn after noticing it's coming true. in September. Cheap-ass flights. I will be in Chicago in September. Hell yeah. It's going to happen. It's fantastic. Um, all right, let's, let's get back on track here. Let's talk about Burn Notice. Um, I thought you were going to say, let's get back on track and talk more wrestling. Let's talk about, let's talk about <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Fuck that trip shit. I mean, again, I saw, I saw a man whip another man with a belt um, in a wrestling ring, and it ruled. It was very, very cool. Weird. That's like, so I don't follow wrestling, but that's been my same night, too. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Just randomly. That's, that's, that was a whole, you were in a whole different tab. It was in a whole you different see, it's, state. It, 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 it's, it's a very it's symbolism. You see, there's this MJF guy. He's a rich person. His gimmick is he's rich, and then he says, "Oh, Mister Cody Rhodes, working class hero Cody Rhodes. If you want to fight me, you got to go through some trials and tribulations." So one of those tribulations and trials is he gets whipped in the middle of a ring. So you see a working class hero get whipped by a rich guy to everyone going, "Boo! You suck, MJF." <laughs> It's pretty. I mean, could wow. you say, Jordan, he has to go through some hard times? 
Uh, is, that, is that copywritten by a, WWE yet? Or I, they better not be. Shout out Dusty Rhodes, real legend. Um, all right, let's get off the wrestling. Our listeners are probably really burn notice it. is a lot like pro wrestling, and when you are a spy, every partner is a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> How many I mean, you, you know, Mike, so uh, many. you got to think the Weston gang is very much like a stable, right? They're like a, a gang yeah, they're, of misfits. They're a creative, stable. <laughs> creative had nothing for Michael. And uh, they kind of like the New Day, they got together. They kind of forged like a, a friendship. Uh, you know, they worked with what they were given and they got over. And now they're over, brother. If everybody over, listening, brother. and we got to remember here, we're in. Uh, should we at least say like, "Hey, this is season two, episode two, burn notice." <laughs> well, I was gonna say, yep, please two, tweet at us if you're if you're like me and have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yes, season two, uh, episode two. Episode's called "Turn and Burn." Yep, t- a "Turn and Burn" episode two. Nice, uh, like, thank you, poker. Jordan, for keeping our podcast on track. Uh, something that we're very good at. Here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is episode two of season two. Uh, we're getting a little bit closer to uh, to her, who burned Michael. When we last left, uh, the gang Michael was uh, given a coded message through a crossword puzzle, and uh, he's about to uh, uh, get to the bottom of some more stuff. So before we get into that, Jordan, what's your history with Burn Notice? Uh, have you seen uh, okay, the show? Well, besides enjoying the wonders of WWE programming over the years, uh, Burn Notice was one of those shows where it was like that in Psych, where some of those like outside the box shows I kind of watched over the years on the USA Network. Um, and I remember having a lot of fun watching like early Burn Notice. I think like I would speak like a lot of people. It's like my first like, oh, wow, Burn Notice might be cool is because like Bruce Campbell's in it. And yeah. you're like a big fan of like the Evil Dead series. And you're like, oh, he's not doing like an Ash character. That's actually pretty cool. Yes, that's a very common story. And kind of what started us with it. You know, we talked about doing this podcast. And then, you know, Bruce Campbell you know, being in the show was like, oh, hell yeah, we're, we can get into this. <laughs> and, and, and Bruce Campbell. No one's way, wrong. He's great. great. He's wonderful. <laughs> He's a good guy. You, you want to be friends with Bruce Campbell in this oh, burn notice. Easily. Easily. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Sam Axe, just one of the coolest dudes on TV. Just <laughs> the best. This, in this episode, I, I know where it's like midway point. It really is just kind of like, hey, you want to hang out? I just want to be your friend for a <laughs> Grab bit. Grab a beer from the fridge. Just keep a beer in the fridge and he'll come over. Yep, just kicking it with Sam Axe. Just uh, going to uh, find some uh, yoga bouncy balls, some Pilates and, uh, equipment. Sell, sell them. Just sell them at the docks. It's just the the business model, the great business model of uh, getting some Pilates balls and just going down to the docks and be like, "Hey guys, you want to sell some Pilates balls?" I need to get this uh, trafficked. <laughs> Pretty great. All right, so let's uh, let's get back to it. So uh, you saw the early episodes, but didn't stick with it. So you never got through the entire series, right? I only got through season four. Didn't pick up on season five or six. Did see the finale of season seven. So I find out how did he get burned. All right, wow. all right. Well, that's definitely more knowledge than that's us. That's for the and... earwolf. That's the earwolf podcast. How did this get burned? How did this get burned? <laughs> Who are you coming guys? soon? Coming soon to Stitcher Premium. Yes. Which we're famously <laughs> not on. Fuck you, yes, Earwolf. Not, yeah, Earwolf, give us your money. It's not because I haven't you done it. You Scott Ackerman, you pay us. <laughs> uh, yeah, but other than that, like I just it was like season four, and it was like, oh, well, no. But then again, it was also because 2010 arrived, and that was when like a whole lot of game shows started to pick up. So it was kind of uh, like, okay. Uh-huh. After was that the, around the writer's uh, strike? Yeah, right. That's what I was say. That makes sense. A lot of the reality shows and sort of unscripted cable shows and everything like that sort of fell on the wayside. I'm not surprised. You, you burn notice, yeah. and then it was like, oh, that's right. Are, we, are you still doing burn notice? <laughs> okay. So, well, we're still doing burn notice, and we're still doing a burn notice podcast. Uh, from what I've been told. So we uh, we open this episode with our recap, as always. And Jordan, since you hadn't seen the show in a while, did the uh, the little 30-second recap kind of do enough to get you back up to speed? Uh, who our characters are? What's going on? No. But <laughs> that introduction sequence about he being Michael Weston, he used to be a spy until he got a burn notice on him. He's blacklisted. Actually, no, wait. Actually, there's like a couple seconds here. I have... For courtesy of Springfield, Springfield.co.uk, the episode script, question mark. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. What a find. What a reliable and good find. Whoa. Yes. Springfield, Springfield, home to all sorts of, I guess, Simpsons episodes. Right. Wow. Thank so you, Springfield, Springfield.co.uk. <laughs> and they have burn notice scripts? So here is the burn notice season two episode two script. 
My name is Michael Weston. I used to be a spy. Until we got a burn notice on you, you're blacklisted. When you're burned, you got nothing. No cash, no credit, no job history. You're stuck in whatever city they decide to dump you in. Where am I? Miami. You do whatever work comes your way. You rely on anyone who's still talking to you. A trigger-happy ex-girlfriend? Should we shoot them? An old Shall friend who used them? to inform on you to the FBI? You know spies. A bunch of bitchy little girls. <laughs> bitchy little Family girls. too. Hey, Michael. is that your mom again? If you're desperate. Someone needs your help, Michael. Bottom line, until you figure out who burned you, you're not, you're not going, going anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Woo! Let's go. That was great. That's what's up. I love the love uh, yeah the Bruce Campbell line where he's like, that, is that your mom again? Like he's got food in his mouth. I love that <laughs> line. <laughs> He's just, and then yeah. it goes straight to, <laughs> in the world of intelligence, if an operative hands you a crossword puzzle, chances are you just received a coded message. What it's the a artist's stenography. Like, just straight up, we're right into steganography. They're, just directly into it. This is now the steganography cast. They're, uh, so what's your favorite kind of cl- code clues? Uh, My favorite coded clues are probably invisible ink. I know I love National Treasure, um, and I love the idea of like a simple invisible ink. You know, a a candlelight or black light. I'm uh, a big fan uh, of showing a coded um, message. Big Lebowski, take the uh, pencil pad and just do the little. uh, (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a fun. That's a good one. I also like a very large, like uh, uh, moving moving stones like puzzle, like an Assassin's Creed or Resident Evil type thing. Oh, like kind of like Uncharted. I feel like does a few of those. Yeah, yeah, just like there's like a bunch of big like stones or totems, and you have to like slide them around in like a sequence. Very Lego. Lego games do that a lot. Jordan, what's what's your favorite game show that employs that tactic? Of puzzles? Yeah, puzzle, like physical puzzles. Oh, geez. I mean, Crystal Maze does that a lot. That's like a big chunk of it. Like, figure out the four-digit code. I was to say, like, but then again, so a lot too. of, like, escape rooms do that, yes. too. Yes. I, I, I mean, to me, it's Legends of the Hidden yeah. Temple. Yeah, that's what I, Le- I think it's... Well, Legends is kind of like smash the clay pots to find the key and but then go to the next you, room. I mean, it's so surprising how many kids got tripped up at the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. It seems so simple, but people just fucked it up constantly. They were kids. They were children. They were literal <laughs> children. But, you know, I guess it was a lot of pressure. I don't know. I just always felt like They're I could pull it off. up on candy, probably. When I was a kid, the two things I knew that I could win were Legends of the Hidden Temple and Global Guts. I knew in my heart that I could I could take that out. I knew that I could ascend I, the, the super ooh. aggro crag. I always wanted to do Family Double Dare. Family Double Dare does rule. Yeah, I loved that. Do you have a favorite obstacle in Family Double Dare? Or? Ooh. Ooh. Tough. Probably the big like the the big like climbing through the slimy nose to like get the little flag. Yeah, the big nose was great. Yeah, with the flag. Probably the big nose. Over, that was great because they brought it back like last year with Liza Koshy. Year, as the host, really? So. Oh, interesting. They did, and they brought like Los Angeles. Mark Summers was like on the side. They still had him. I was gonna oh. say, was Mark busy washing his hands or? Oh no, they basically made, gave him like the best position so he could not touch any of the slime and goop. Perfect. <laughs> Very nice to cater to Mark. That's funny. Mark, hope you're uh, hope you're all right. Where's Mike yeah. O'Malley been? Has Mike O'Malley done anything? Mike won an Emmy for Glee. Wow, good for Mike oh. O'Malley. Okay. He, won a, he was the dad of the bully kid in Glee. Hmm. Uh, Shout out more. Other than that, uh, he uh, does a lot of. I think he was. You know what? I think he was the in uh, recently, if I remember correctly, he was. In uh, the good place. Oh no shit! I only saw the first season of it, but um, contrary to what I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of like uh, good place haters out there, but I do think it's a funny show. All these contrarians hating the popular shows—that what you're saying? Yep, contrarians hating popular TV, and you know, I I think it's good. It's just a funny show. Whatever. Look, I I mean, everything is connected to game shows. That's why I'm here. Jamila Jamel (laughs) uh, from the Good Place uh, hosts the Misery Index. And now um, famously hosting this new show about voguing that everyone's really excited to see her. Yes, doing. who's going to be the house parent? Good stuff. Huh. Great, great stuff. Yeah, I'm, heard of that. N- and nobody's upset about it at all. <laughs> no one's upset online about that whatsoever. No one's ever upset um, online. I mean, that's... So, uh, things I'm not upset about. Cargo pants Fiona. Fiona just rocking the I wrote, the I wrote Avril Lavigne Fiona. She reminded me <laughs> of like Avril Lavigne for yes. some reason. I, there's some Avril like Lavigne. skater I girl. I could see that. Was she trying? I, I was like, like, is this how she normally wears? I was just about to ask. No, like, is, is, I don't think Fiona so. is a legend of style. She is. Uh, she's pretty all over yeah, the place. Yeah, she wears but, like uh, sundresses. I feel like though. She definitely does the sundresses. Yeah. But, you know, she always, she's got the cargo pants. She's been into bandanas this season, like the That's Timberlake true. bandana kind of game. 
Uh, she's definitely been doing that. Had a great Bluetooth headset. This uh, this one stood out on. though for sure. Uh, this one I immediately was like, she's wearing some weird stuff I've never seen her do. I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that was, catch me up to speed, man, because the opening all I could have in my brain was steganography. Just like the, the <laughs> well, yeah, the, like the steganography leads to mall. Yeah, to meet at the mall. Uh, yeah, so, so Fiona hands something to um They had to meet well he uh, just had he had to meet the Carla chick because she revealed herself at the last episode Yes, which were very puzzle. Carla number friggin' six, baby. Number friggin' six. Number six from Battlestar Galactica. Very exciting. Um Carla's our our uh she lower thirds in as the new handler. Yeah, she's the yeah, she's I, basically you know what, the I, new I, handler. This episode reminded me of a lot of I don't know if this has always been Burnos. It reminded me a lot of Get Shorty, with the the lower thirding and like the cuts and uh, the uh, yeah the, the lower freeze third frames. cuts and then like let's push up the lower third and then swipe away. Yeah, they do yeah they do a lot of that stuff. stuff. I, I think that there is. It's funny you mentioned that there is a, a lot of Elmore Leonard influence in this show. I feel like uh, I think that, that kind of like slick goofy spy stuff kind of permeates that. Like the even even like the Michael Weston character, I feel like would fit right in in an Elmore Leonard book or TV uh, type. Maybe even a book. <laughs> yes. Well, I've, God, I've read no. a book about Burn Notice, and it was Noel Moore Leonard, I'll tell you no. that much. Judging Holy by the download shit. numbers, too, nobody else cared. Are we doing, we're not doing this for <laughs> nothing, people. Please listen if you're going to do anything. Oh, man. Yeah, please listen to that episode. It was the Ooh. most painful one. Yes. Like, at for least us, download personally. it because it's fucking... Ex- like, you're going to, like, listen to two men break. And just <laughs> oh, yeah, cry. I did break my brain pretty hard. So let's uh, let's move past that, definitely. So uh, uh, we got... That's the main quest. And then we do have a side quest of the week as well. It's a little um, fake out, I feel like, because this one ends... Well, like, one ends sooner than the other, but then it ties in a little at the end. It's interesting. A, a, nice little bit of, a nice little bit of trade craft. So yeah. that's our main... Our side quest is uh, Sam found a... Uh, a damsel in distress, a classic burn notice damsel in distress at a, a cooking class who needs his help. He's in the doghouse with Veronica, and so Veronica wants him to help her out. Um, and she gets and horny when he takes missions. This is a very <laughs> horny episode, just in yes. general. Everyone's horny. Like All, all of the women involved want to bang Mike. Um, all the women yeah, Veron- involved? Even the... What's her name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was oh, Sophia? yeah. We'll get to that. Was her name? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to. So- we'll get to Sophia for sure. Um, I didn't pick up on that at all. Uh, don't forget, like Sam Max want to go to Pilates class, but we definitely know it's for someone else in that class. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, he seems like he's like trying to. He's got to keep the gluteus maximus tight, Michael. <laughs> Called squats, Michael. <laughs> like I think you're right. Every character here was horny in some regard. Oh yeah, this was definitely a horny episode. Um. <laughs> Like I mean, the whole side quest was because um, the the male witch guy from True Blood was horny for Sophia, right? So this was a that guy fest. There was a you lot of that know guy so actors. So many more. The only person I know of is the one you brought up off re- off air was was the fucking Mr. Deeds guy. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to Mr. Deeds too. But yeah, no the. Uh, the side quest baddie of the week is Kevin Alejandro. He's definitely, if you watch TV, you've seen him in something. Like, he's one of those guys. He's in Probably. everything. Just a huge, huge credit, list I of credits. Really watch TV, though. But I know him most from True Blood. He was in True Blood for quite a while, um, which is just a wild show. <laughs> we won't even, we don't even need to get into that. So, um, we have, I don't know. <laughs> there's so much going on there guys. was other because there was like two they, it was like it wasn't even like an a and b plot it was mostly like two a plots it felt like yeah it kind of did um this this the episode was, was more with the with the mom was like the b that's plot true of the oh yeah and also yeah madeline's um, yeah this kinda, episode had so madeline's kind of issues with michael were, were kind of the the main plot as well so oh. this was a very like it was a boilerplate burn notice episode like it hit all the burn notice notes but like it just spent like all this time was set up and then all the plots got wrapped up extremely quickly. Yeah, the handler just wants a little key card duplicated for no reason like they don't she doesn't give the reason. She's just like here's a key card, get it. There's a Tunisian uh, forger who's in town and he's the best and you got to go find him. Here's money. Get at it. Yeah, go go do your job, buddy. Keep the keep the profits or whatever. So he's got to go do that while also helping Sophia, who's a waitress that's getting stalked by like a drug lord's uh, right hand man or a, well, a shipping guy. Well, it doesn't know that guy, off the like bat. 
Because it kind of leads guy. into that. It's just like a normal stocking thing, and then they go for the stakeout, and that's when he's like, why does he have a gun? Like He's just like, that guy's packing. Yeah, they thought it was just a stalker, right? And then we find out it's a bad guy. And that was kind of that was a fun scene, because uh, when Michael goes, Sam, the, the guy's got a Mac-10. You didn't tell me about that. And he goes, I thought it was oh, a regular I didn't gun. know it was a Mac-10. <laughs> I thought it was just a regular gun. <laughs> Great line. One of the best uh, Sam X moments of the show. Um, so they, they get that. And then Michael goes to the meeting with, uh, with Carla, the new handler, he gets the key cards. He says, uh, here's a great, uh, line. He says, uh, I want to talk to your boss, give him a call. And, uh, kind of sexist for Michael to just assume he just that, assumes, right? that Carla is just a woman who works for another man. It was so weird. It was I think it was like what this episode was like two thousand eight or so? Two thousand eight, yeah. yeah. So this was like right when the iPhone kind of was still new. <laughs> so it was smartphones weren't a thing. So everything was a flip phone. Yes, yeah, yes, still very flip were, phone heavy. Yeah, we hadn't got to the smartphones yet. There's a lot of flip phone work in this uh, in this sh- series, and they use it for like detonators and stuff. Still, you get the, the old school cell phone detonator. Yeah, it took Michael like um, ten minutes to take a picture of his dick. It was just like ridiculous. <laughs> so much more like maneuvering. Did I mention my favorite thing in a lot of these like spy dramas? And this is why I like Burnos a bit. Whenever there's a phone call, and everyone who knows production knows this, the 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 ring ding noise. The phone ring yeah. always is a post-production thing. Oh, absolutely! And oh, this show's yeah. super heavy on post-production ADR and like all kinds of weird yes. foley and stuff. Like they, so love it's always that. funny just hear like, "I'll get it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be right there. <laughs> and you're just like, that's not so how unnatural. You talk yeah, phone. yeah. And this this show is definitely notorious for tons of ADR. They, I, mean, I, I thought that was like this episode like exclusively because it was just like you barely heard anyone on the other line. <laughs> you just hear him go. I'll be right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they never give enough time, like for somebody to have said, you know, the thing you're like assuming they would have said. Like there's just like three seconds in between each line, like assuming the so other person funny. like got their entire yeah. Um. So we we have another burn notice uh, trope we hit is a meeting with Barry. We Wait, get Barry. before we before we get there though before we get to that burn notice trope we got to get the biggest one and that's because you know as we left off Fiona sort of not feeling it for michael anymore so what does he use to get her involved in this none other than yogurt that is true there is yogurt he's like do it for we the yogurt. yogurt and her eyes we... just light up and she's just like okay i'll do it what did you notice the the contents of the fallout fridge were literally just mayo and yogurt that's yeah like all that's there like michael Which needs to that, get some groceries the fridge is open it the handle for the fridge i want that it's cool that I mean, yeah, maybe like in a better in better condition. Like I wouldn't eat food out of that refrigerator. Well, it looks yeah, terrible. no, I want it on my normal like modern. It is fridge. a post-apocalyptic fridge. It's the fridge that is Indiana the fridge. Jones hides in. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's the one Harrison it's Ford one. fucking jumped in. Just radioactive. Maybe that's why they have such great spy powers. They've just been eating radioactive yogurt. <laughs> I think the yogurt's least was something because Fiona was just like, "I'll do it." Like she was just like, "Okay, I'll get involved with like fucking crazy people for yogurt." Well, it is every Fiona. spy knows the wonders of probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be regular. Gotta have the activia. It, it, I thought it was funny about the uh, the the meeting with Barry. That's that's what they're so they're they figured yes. that out. And uh, so Barry uh, isn't talking to Mike, and they uh, he said like their last meeting was bad, which is kind of interesting because it, I think this is proof that the book isn't canon. Because in the book, <laughs> I was thinking this. in the book, so stupid. the la- they had a meeting with Barry, and that meeting went really well. It was the one where Barry was like horking down bowls of cereal, just like a fucking slob. It's poisoned us because that's all I thought of. I was like, well, are they referencing the book? <laughs> I was like, I don't think they are. But yeah, no, he, that meeting seemed to have gone really well. Yes, you know, it was just and, fucking you know, cereal. Yeah, so the the last meeting was the one at the end of season one where you know he said, "Do this job for me," or like you know, "Fuck you," or whatever. Yeah. The, so, so the book is just the book is just throwing this timeline out of whack. Yeah, because we're to believe in the book that it happened, you know, after the events of season one. They they discuss all the events of season. one I didn't one in tell the book. you on that episode, but this the book episode really was where I really wanted to curse you out. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I should have. And like after the fact, I was like, oh yeah, I was gonna yell at him because I'm I, fucking I, mad about that. <laughs> I do think the book was my idea, so I, I deserve all of it. I could have been involved, too. It's funny. Yeah. Like, we, obviously, we deserve everything we get by doing this podcast. I think you should just continue doing every book. We're going to. <sighs> We're going to, Jordan. Yeah. I think you to. should not just stop there. Find some like archive of our own fan fiction. 
Oh, fan fiction we want. That's we so we funny. have talked we about have, this. If, yes. if if you're listening out there and you like can have have uh, can find or have found some burn notice fan fiction, please send it over to us. Email it to us at burn notice pod or I'm sorry, burn after noticing at gmail.com. Burn notice pod me. is our Twitter handle. Now we're trying. Send to that you know what? I, I segue plugs into the, the middle email. of the episode, and I feel like that's you know good enough. It would that no, we're at the midpoint. You know how burn notice is. You have to every after every flash reveal, you have to cut to black because commercial break. Right. Absolutely. Cut back and, now. Repeat and, and return. Mu- and much like an episode of burn notice, between the nineteen and thirty minute mark, nothing really happens. Uh, just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> skip, skip, skip. Thirty seconds. Yep. Go forward. <laughs> <laughs> so uh fiona meets with barry uh she to get the information on this tunisian counterfeiter that they have to get in touch with uh she threatens barry a little bit and uh just showing uh, and barry uh still barry still has the balls to ask fiona out on a date after being threatened by like like threatened with death yeah Barry, yeah, Barry, uh, unlike um, Harvey Weinstein, has the balls. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. It's called a flight log. When you're a spy, everyone knows. Oh, man. Uh, Current events. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where to go with that one. Yeah, well, they just, they find out out he's like at a TV repair store in like South Miami. And so, yes, there we go. So there's a Michael's new Michael's new character is a guy in a satin jacket and dress slacks, uh, (laughs) which is just a great look. It is. It's like a fantastic. It's like a Hugh Hefner kind of look. Yep. He's out there. He's chewing gum. All of his characters are gum chewers. All of his cover ID guys. We've talked about More that. Like Always the gum chewer. chewers, if you ask me. Hey! Where are all the fruit stripe? <laughs> fruit stripe is awesome for like 28 seconds. Yeah. It's, it's well, great. Well, that's the amount of time per like clip, so. <laughs> very true. Yeah. Very true. That's all That's all Michael needs to convince somebody that he's the real deal and, uh, you know, to, to get his grift across. So he gets in there. He Oh, we, we didn't even get to that part. Uh, to, like His cover is like a counterfeit check guy. And they have a scene where they're like making oh, yeah. counterfeit checks, like catch me if you can style. But they shot it the way they shot this fucking scene. It's like hip hop. Yeah, it was like one of those like early 90s growing up in the hood movies, like when they're making crack, like in, a, in like a fucking trap house where like they're playing hip hop and like doing like those like uh, flash cuts and like heavy zooms where they're like making the product. It's so good. It just does not belong in this show at all. Yeah, that was uh, it was very like noticeable. There was a lot of interesting, weird like cuts and stuff like that in this episode. I feel like yeah, it was it's yeah, an interesting, interesting episode. Great episode to be high on. Let me tell you. Yeah, um, really good. I mean, um, I can definitely. It's a great episode to record very high, which I am right now. Uh, <laughs> there's there's so much because like we're kind of jumping around, but it's hard not to because there it's hard to keep track of everything that did go on in this episode. Yeah, it's a convoluted episode because they go back between like they vacillate between the A and B plots and yeah. even the C plot like really quickly and like kind of. Aimlessly. Yeah, see, I wrote gangster forgery scene. <laughs> that was my it's note for that. <laughs> there you go. They wouldn't even so far as to do like the clothes pins on the checks yes. and all that. Yeah. Yep, they did all. Of it. it was yeah, it's very by the book. Catch but, Michael if you can. Oof. Yeah, and, and like yeah, as you said, like it keeps bouncing back. So they find out like this the the stalker plot gets more convoluted because uh, Sophia is not just a waitress; she's actually DEA. She's a cop. Boo. She, boo, we boo her as she's boo. undercover trying to bust this guy. And she thirteen twelve a cab. She hears that like Michael is some dude who helps people. They actually do reference um, the that one episode where he helped out, where he went psycho Weston in that one uh, uh, like little Havana neighborhood. Like they reference yep. that one specifically. So I was like, I, oh, my look note, at that. <laughs> my note there was uh, Mike's heart of gold has uh, got a rep around town. Yeah, so they know that he's gonna help people out, and so she ropes him into it. Obviously, through the use of Sam's horniness, trying to get yep, Veronica. She's just she's in too deep. She's got a job to do, and she just can't stop now. And we've kind See, of what I forgot to bring up was because uh, you were talking about the check laundering thing. Yeah. I hate we go back to like a, like f- two minutes ago. But, Fuck it, let's um, go. No, please. One of my favorite things with the ADR is the fact that they're trying to tell you how the crimes are done. Oh, they do that all the time. Like yeah. they've done it with bomb making. They've Acetone. done it with check forgery. They've done it with um with gun smuggling. So, what else? Uh, all kinds curse- of stuff. <laughs> yeah, bomb making. Courtesy of Springfield. Springfield. <clears throat> 
Check fraud is more about technique than high-tech equipment. Some old checks, a roll of scotch tape, some nail polish remover, and you're in business. Nail polish remover is mostly acetone, yep, yep. which dissolves ink. Get your hands on a check that's been filled out by the account holder, dissolve everything but the signature, and you got yourself a blank check. Counterfeiters call it check washing. Check washing. <laughs> you guys remember that kid's movie Blank Check where the kid gave himself a million dollars? Pretty oh, great. Geez, yeah. Not only do I remember that, I remember a game show called Blank Check. Oh, there was a Blank Check yeah, game show. Yeah, I think I do remember that one. Wow. Uh, also, there's the check game from The Price is Right. You have to fill that oversized check. Oh, shit. See, it's all connected. If Everything you get it is wrong, really... they have an oversized stamp that voids the check. Everything oh, yeah. really is connected by game shows. It's true. It just it just like makes the world go around. Yeah, and like we've barely we've brought it up just barely, but there's also the I guess it's a C plot that uh, Michael Weston's mom Madeline uh, wants to do like co therapy with Michael. It's a perfect time to bring up Madeline because I think she'd be a great Hollywood Squares character. Sharon Glass, I think <laughs> Sharon Glass could be on Hollywood Squares and she'd crush it. Uh, yeah, as yeah, I as a contestant that. or as a square, both. Do both. Why not? Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> but yeah, no. So she wants to do, yeah, she wants to do mother and son therapy with um, a very interesting therapist. Yeah. So this uh, this is, it's kind of fucked up because I feel like it bounces between the line of where they're trying to poke fun at therapy. Like they're trying to be like, look how hokey it is because the therapist is very like, how does that make you feel? Well, and the therapist is a literal doppelganger for Madeline. Yeah, she, she looks, looks exactly and dresses like, the mom. like Madeline, and like specifically identifies with Madeline. The, the bit is that she, like Madeline got uh, a therapist that's just like her, and she's just reinforcing all of her opinions. And Michael's like, ah, oh, goddamn it! Yeah, but it kind of backfires on her, as we find out, because sure does. Yeah, she's a uh, she's uh, Michael's bringing up a lot of moments where like when he was a child, and there's like a lot of these fucked up things. Was like, you didn't tell me about how. Dad had me go steal groceries and everything, and she's like avoiding the questions and yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we've talked about the manipulative list and uh, willingness to look the other cheek uh, for her own benefit of Madeline Weston in the past, right? And kind of like her, she. I mean, she's a survivor, right? She's a survivor. She is a survivor of, uh, I guess, whoever the dad is. The dad seemed like a yeah. The dad was character. like a real piece of shit, and like she did what she could to make it through and raise Michael and her very, very good big boy Nate, her large adult son very Nate good Weston. Big boy. No, uh, no large adult Nate in this episode, unfortunately. Do you, no. Jordan? Do you remember Michael's brother Nate from the episodes you watched previously? It wasn't Nate supposed to be like the doofus guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> the fail son. Like, he's like the dipshit fail son that's always in trouble. Always he really boy. wanted. It, it kind of had a, like a, what was that character in uh, Arrested Development? He had that vibe to it. Yeah, the Buster or Job. The Buster more, character. Actually, he was a little more Job than Buster, I think. Like he always yeah. like, thought because he thought he was like the ship, but was actually a yeah, dumbass. Come yeah. on. Totally. Like Job was just a manlet and like knew it. I love this Springfield. Uh, that, this website's great, but it's funny. Like the scripts are not formatted in any like script format. It's just sort of like I know. I just it's like a notepad file. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> this is. Uh, I'm just like scrolling through it. I'm just like this is not script format. Like, you know what it feels like? It feels like they just took like the closed captioning and then that's it. Oh maybe. I mean, it's got like a ton of it. I'm just kind of like stunned. I've no, and, uh, yeah, I'm, it's like hard to find. Like if you want to find a particular line, good luck. You really got to search. Yeah, you got to control F though. Thanks Springfield Springfield Yeah, that's what's funny. <laughs> about Springfield, it Springfield. you are and insane oh and, and it's springfield springfield with exclamation points what are you i'm dea <laughs> i'm a cop i've been undercover for two years making a case against raul's boss compost who we do see in this yes, episode yes we do see compost as well um so yeah we that so michael gets therapy uh michael is solving the stalker problem and michael is also getting the 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 ids counterfeited by mr deeds guy it's the guy with the with the chin strappy beard thing from mr deeds is the check fraud or the uh, yeah the check fraud guy yes we uh, don't have his name pulled up so apologies no, he's, an, he's in stuff if you know who we're talking about if you've seen mr deeds and if you haven't seen mr deeds folks See Mr. Deeds. It's a great Adam Sandler movie. The Adam Sandler nice. one. Yeah, that's a fun one. Just a one. pleasant Adam Sandler. A great John Turturro Look, performance. I might be rich, but I really want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just like us. Oh, no, Wendy's. It was Wendy's. Oh, was it Wendy's? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. well, they're just oh, McDonald's, like I think, was Big Daddy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the was whole Big thing Daddy. about the breakfast scene. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for uh, uh, showing the world the uh, benefits of fast food throughout the ages, Adam Sandler. Yeah, for real. Popeyes, Popeyes, Popeyes and Little Nicky. Yep. Yep. Love that one. And, uh, 
the the Dunkin' Dunk, I was yep, Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts and uh, uh Jack and Jill. Just a great. Yeah, it's a funny nice. movie to watch. Can't remember what Grown Ups did if they did any. Grown Ups did. I uh, believe it was. I was gonna say Tim Hortons, but it was like a coffee thing. It's crazy that this isn't the first time we brought up Grown Ups on this podcast. I love Grown Ups. I've seen it like two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have your uncut gems, which is not a Sandler movie, but worth watching as oh, well. Oh hell yeah, that movie <laughs> rules! One big at the Shakies. Um, so we got uh we got past the counselor thing. Um, so all these plots kind of just progress along, like with through like a lot of these like uh explainer scenes and uh, exposition. Yeah. Um. Mike yeah, sets up like a whole thing where he wants to infiltrate uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 True Blood guy by like saying he can help him out with like his sources in the DA. So he has Fiona plant like a little fake GPS device in one of their trucks, and you know he does like the fake tip and everything. Um, and his whole idea is he's going to make the guy look like a snitch um, or like a, a traitor to his boss. Problem <laughs> is. But wait, we have another twist. The guy is really loyal, and he wants to bring the boss in. Yeah, also, Michael's cover guy says Mexicans like 50 times, I feel like, in yes, this episode. Yes, he, he, he wants to continue to hammer home that he used to work, work for, for the Mexicans. Mexicans. I used to work for the Mexicans. He says it like 20 times. And I, 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 Also, we'd, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Sam Axe's role in all this, which is just like as distraction a couple of times throughout the episode, oh, where yeah. he just like shows up in the, in the spy Cadillac and just acts like a guy who wants to sell Pilates balls. <laughs> He just, that was it. Like it's just I got Pilates class. I want to make some money. He's it's like you dock so workers. And, you can ship things, right? Yeah, and it's 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 my uh, it's my Sam X moment of the week. Um, I talk about the great Sam X scene of the week. Definitely it. He's just so fun. Yeah, that and was like, funny. So, him just showing so the up. The first time he shows up ignorant. and he's like, "Hey, I got these Pilates balls. Oh, you want to see the product? I'll be back." And they're kicking him out. He's like, "Ah, yeah." And they throw his money across the over uh down the thing and and then yeah he's like the thing about like uh distractions is a beautiful girl is a great distraction but the guys will always want them to stick around so he's like (laughs) use a bumbling idiot and they'll get him away really quick (laughs) it's uh and uh sam played the role perfectly so he they they do that they infiltrate they get the whole plot going but now michael's got to meet the boss so now they they have their little twist by having uh sophia the cop um call up uh, Kevin Alejandro and say, hey, I'm getting harassed at this restaurant by this dude. Come, you know, white knight for me, right? So he bounces, and right as they do that, they do a fake assassination attempt where Fiona gets to do what she does best, and that's, you know, fire Use large guns. a sniper guns. rifle. She was so excited. Yeah, the, the, I love Gabrielle Anwar. The way she sells, like, just the, the lust for violence that Fiona has is just so fucking good. Like, even her expressions when she's just busting shots off of this thing, she's just like, uh, uh, yeah! great stuff it's good yeah there's like there's just there's i'm just like flipping through the script because i was like there is so much that went on in this episode this was one of those episodes where you almost didn't have time to think about anything else you're just kind of like watching along like what the fuck is going like there's so much going on yeah i had trouble following the thread for this entire one until then the very end it just all wraps up and they just tell you hey everything was right yeah because like uh the raul is like super super jealous right so he's like that's his name raul Raul, i kept forgetting and just calling him true blood guy true yeah (laughs) i was like raul is the the set there's so many baddies of the week but he's like the uh stalker guy of the week and yeah he he's just like super possessive (laughs) of sophia and there's like scenes where he's just like accusing michael's like you guys are fucking like oh and he like while they meet up for dinner oh yeah there's that scene yeah they meet for like dinner and he goes to like scope out his car and there's like a whole cover that he has for his character who's a compulsive gambler so he's making him think that he has dirt on him so that he makes him easier to like work with yep so and complicated like, and then wait yeah and then when he like does get um accused of like uh banging sophia he like leans into like the whole oh you're just wasting my time like i can't believe you'd even do this and of course within 30 seconds uh convinces the bad guy that he's legit which you know he's great at it, it never takes more than like 30 seconds for him to do this Oh, it's yeah. amazing how Michael can just earn trust. Yeah, because so he's just like, oh, it's just that Sophia's not at work today. So why is she going to the restaurant? Or why he's going to the restaurant to meet her? And then, psh, bullet. And he's like, uh, the thing that most assassinations involve the firing of a single bullet, well-placed bullet. And then, like, get down. The trick to selling an assassination attempt is to use a lot more <laughs> firepower. And an explosion or two doesn't hurt. And then a car Which, again, uh, something Fiona must have just been super horned for. Oh, yeah, making bombs. 
Oh, yeah. She got to make bombs and fire a large rifle in this episode. So, you know, Fiona was very, very happy. And also uh, a reveal, uh, the spy sob. We got a new spy car. Fiona's got a nice new sob she's pulling up with. <laughs> I did not know that was like new. I thought that was like when that was shown. I thought it was just like, OK, that's the given like product placement for the episode. Well, well, we started the season ass. one. Season one famously had the spy neon. Sam Axe just had this old neon. Well, I think it's very rocking. famously. I think you're the only one who's really ever noticed it ever. Spy neon is famous in notice. my head canon, and I'm just going to keep it that way. I like it. I'm just I don't think anybody would ever recognize it. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty iconic. Look at I look mean, it up in the burn James Bond had his Aston Martins and his Beamers. I'm doing uh, that Sam right X had now. Spy Neon. You oh. know, Triple X had a GTO, and Sam How X had Spy Neon. This? this is like encyclopedic. It's, I mean, it's no Dodge Challenger from the Fast and Furious. It's no, series. yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's no. Uh, what's the what's uh, Nick Cage's car's name in Gone in sixty seconds? Um, That's right. Who cares? Gretchen Nobody knows. I don't know. Um, I'm not, ch- I'm not I, trying to shout. I'm just saying. So I will we got, say. So we had, I we up. went from Spy Neon, and then we had Spy Cadillac and Spy Challenger, or Spy it's Spy Charger, and now we have Spy Sop. The the Burn Notice subreddit needs people like you and me and everyone who's been on this pod because they they I looked up Neon and no results. No one's ever called it out. Shame on them. Shame on them and how they dare they disrespect the, the Dodge Neon. Just a reliable automobile. It sucks too because they had they have like the so the Burn Notice subreddit has episode discussions, but it only started at episode six. Interesting. Or I'm sorry, season six. My apologies. Oh wow, season six. So it started well, really skipping late. Skipping like way into like I guess next year. <laughs> then if you're doing one a week, yeah. we are uh, we are the early season Burn Notice discussion. That's where you can discuss Burn Notice right here at Burn After Noticing. And in our mangies. And in our menchies, you can follow us on. Well, we'll plug later. Uh, so, I'll look up turn and burn. Let's see if I can find. It. Actually, yeah. Looking at my notes uh, during that scene, I wrote, "Wow, Fiona loves this." <laughs> so that's yeah. Somebody said um, on season two, turn and burn, twenty-four minute mark. Notice the mistake slash crew member on the right. Hmm. Oh shit! Crew member. Oh shit! That's so funny. You should look that. We gotta post this because it's it's uh it's like when he's at home hugging his mom. And over on the right, you just see a woman like holding up like something. Like it's either in a mirror, or she's just in the corner. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, we'll post that on the Twitter. For That's sure. really funny. That's great. Love that. Oh, I mean, there I is a discussion thread. Oh, it's a rewatch discussion thread. So we have reviews. We'll read these later. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, good. We did find reviews. I couldn't find any earlier. Pa- fantastic. So this is where uh, the, the wrap up happens real quickly. So the assassination attempt goes through, and immediately the boss uh, uh, suspects. Uh, uh, Raul and says, yeah, "Go like, get him." He right? did it. So they go and get Raul, and Raul goes. He takes off running, right? Uh, and uh, the <laughs> Sam Max is watching. He's like, "Run, Raul, run!" <laughs> we got him. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so they, so he goes. So that's how they wrap that up. Yeah. Um, and so he gets he gets taken in by the DEA, and they do a great. Uh, like we're gonna have you talk to another agent, and Sophia walks in. And there's like yeah. that freeze frame, and it looks like he's really about to be like, well. "Oh shh!" And then they cut to another thing. Yeah, that was very funny. He's like, "She's like, hello, Raúl." I was waiting for it to stop and just Kevin Alejandro to be like, "Yep, that's me." I bet you're wondering how I got into this mess. Oh man! And then we pick up the rest of the series with him. <laughs> yeah, it's just now it's about him. Cool trip. <laughs> but so he he gets that. So Sophia goes over to Mike and tells him, "Hey." Uh, we got him. He's going to cop to a plea and go to Supermax. And then the boss is going away for a really long time. Everything's all taken care of. Um, let me just, real, this case would absolutely not hold up in court. There's zero chance. Like, this, Sophia broke, like, a whole bunch of protocols. Oh, yeah. And, like, she called in, like, illegally. Like, all of this evidence, yeah, all of this evidence gathered by Michael and Sam yeah. is completely inadmissible. None of that stuff would work. The fake assassination attempt, the explosions, all of that would just nullify everything that they gathered. Conspiracy. Um, she did that on purpose. The lawyer, so she could yeah, like, actually like a drug lord's lawyer would just destroy that. Like, they'd be... They, they would everybody would walk in this case oh yeah oh yeah this 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 solved nothing that would actually be a funny comedy if it cut to that like the courtroom the judge is like i so, can't wait for the episode three seasons from now where the hit squad comes back because all these guys cases wrap up and right they're not guilty right yeah but uh your honor we can see with certification that this client of mine has seen with her own account the exact crime activities <laughs> taking place <laughs> now now i'm just a small time drug lord <laughs> like full john goodman oh god it's or what's the uh what's what are the lawyer shows on usa what's the crossover uh uh, uh law and order well, i guess blue, right? uh white collar oh white collar oh, suits white collar, yeah 
Yeah, I guess in suits be... with oh, Meghan Markle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Meghan Markle representing all the people that Michael West Dealer had no deals number number six herself. I love that. Wait, she was on Dealer um, No Deal. She was a she was one of those briefcase models on oh. Dealer No Deal for like one week of shows, Ooh. and then she got fired because she apparently sucked so much at opening a case. Wow, usually Wait, people Trisha get hired Helfer? for sucking so much. Like like, like act- Meghan Markle got fired oh, from Markle. Dealer No Deal. I thought when you said number six, I thought I thought you meant Trisha Helfer. I was gonna be like, holy shit, no. Well, that's what I kind of thought at first too. Meghan Markle, that's that's funny. Um, Interesting. Uh, and also, Chrissy Teigen was one of the briefcase models. Oh too. no shit! Was she really? That's how I found out. <laughs> What the that is fuck? interesting. This goes deeper wow. than we could have ever thought. It's all connected. Game shows go deep. I, I, it's very. Have has Bruce Campbell been on any celebrity game show type things? I feel like he's so. The guy. Bruce Campbell has has aside from like voiceover roles and stuff, he doesn't really do much game shows except for like fan event type game shows. Like oh. if someone does like a let's do a match game, let's get Bruce, Cam-. and he has hosted a game show on the fan channel. Uh, it was basically like Ultimate Fan Challenge or something. It was just like, let's ask nerdy questions to people at this convention. Okay, yeah, I could see him doing something like that for a couple extra bucks. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah do Get it for the, the bag. fans. Get the bag, Brucey. I think he's also was a judge, like a guest judge on like Next Elvira, for instance. Okay, yep. I can yeah. see that. Hey, of course, it's the horny thing he's a part of. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we get past we so we wrap that up. Um, everything is gonna be a okay. Um, Michael wraps it up with his mom by uh, getting a new coffee maker sent to her. Un- he doesn't even know about it. Oh yeah, it turns him. out. So he he comes in to apologize to his mom about missing therapy, and uh, she says, "No, it's okay because you got me a new coffee maker." Turns out, uh, Carla, the new handler, sent it over. Uh, as a little, mm, this as a, is very as a creepy. Gesture. How does she know? Yeah, it's right. just it, well, it's her way of saying, "Hey, Michael, we know we know where your mom's at. We know where your people are. Don't fuck with us, right?" Because Michael was a couple of days late on getting back. Yeah, the, and uh, she the, even the says, ideas. "Like, uh, uh, you know, get late again. I'll leave something more than just a coffee maker." Yep, it's just late, straight up threatening to kill Madeline. Yeah, pretty much. And Michael's kind of like, up. "Please." <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Mike, Michael wraps up that by getting the new coffee maker, and uh, he wraps up um, the, th- the, the stuff nef- with Carla. The Nefty thing. And then he goes to Nefsy. Nefsy, that's right. Yep, he goes to Nefsy to wrap that up in a new satin jacket. He gets a different satin jacket and shows up there. <laughs> um, he gets the IDs, and he uh, goes to leave. Nefsy goes into like this back room, and he like immediately notices that they're being watched, and like the, the, the job's going down, and something's happening, right? Yeah. It's, he like knows something's amiss, so he turns back around, runs into the building, um, opens up the door, and Nefsy's dead. R.I.P. Nefsy. They pumping in nitrogen. Drop an F in chat for Mister Deeds guy. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he he's, dead. He, he like breaks a window so he can get the auction going again, and he's just like, oh fuck. And he, but yeah. but he does swipe the copy that he made, so he's able to get some piece of uh, like. Uh, some some insight into maybe what the job was entailing, and it's pretty great because he fin- like he has a diatribe about being at a murder scene and like how it's not good, but you can have some advantages and all this stuff. Um, let's let's talk about that for a second. It's a murder scene, right? He's leaving the scene of a murder where people yeah. are going to go investigate. Fucking fingerprints everywhere. He touched everything in that room. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's a pretty good fucking... Hmm. Are we to believe when that you're he's a like, spy, uh, DNA evidence doesn't matter in the court of law. Like walk, it's not. called tampering. He's like, if you walk I, in on a corpse and can't catch your breath, you might be suffering from a panic attack. Or someone Maybe might be his, like, uh, in his previous room. life, they had that men in black like fingerprint eraser machine. <laughs> oh, yeah, he says, that, uh, uh, it's never fun hanging out with a dead body, but the advantage is there's no one around to object to a little intelligence gathering. When you're a spy and your fingerprints are all over the place, that's a good time to use a cigarette lighter to burn off your fingerprints so no one can find out. <laughs> Just burn the building, man. Just burn that one down. Fuck it. Get rid of the evidence. Yeah. And then the very, very final little piece of evidence is he meets up with Carla. I and... love this so much. It's This is so good. Oh, oh no! I know you're talking. I know which scene you're talking about. Yeah, the very this is end so fucking good. Where he's just like, uh, "I'm never gonna work for you, Carla. Not that way. That's okay, Michael. I'll hold on to it for you." And then, um, I can't remember when they so switch to Arabic. As she's leaving, he he mentions something to her in Arabic about her coffee. Yeah, 
Yeah, no and, coffee uh, today. And she turns around and, and responds to him about uh, having another meeting, and uh, you know not taking the coffee there. And so, and as soon as she walks away, he does the classic Michael Weston thing of immediately getting on the phone while the person's still within earshot yeah. of them. Yeah. He does this all the fucking time. <laughs> I was about to say, like, this never happens. Carla's like a super, like, she's like the handler. Like, there, there's eyes and ears all over him. He knows that, that he's too. being watched at every turn. Yeah. And he immediately calls Sam. He's like, hey, Sam, I got something. Right. I'm like, Yo, well, you don't want to wait until you get back to the fucking house? Nope. Right hey, away. I can't wait. I'm eating a hoagie. So, and, and, and the piece of evidence that Michael has, <laughs> the evidence that Michael has is that... Carla speaks her Arabic in a Kurdish accent, which you can definitely hear. Uh, Carla really is very Kurdish. <laughs> yes, um, I picked up so on it. I'm a huge in a linguist. Yes, language. Michael's the Kurdish accent knower. And so now it turns out. So they're going to look f- to see if maybe she spent some time in Kurdistan. I do respect that they uh, they believe in the autonomy of Kurdistan. I, I do say that. <laughs> very progressive show, this burn notice. Absolutely. So uh, thank you for being pro-Kurdistan. <laughs> the Turks are going to come for us now. Oh, boy. Well, it was nice <laughs> knowing everybody. We'll see you all in Herbal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jordan, for being on the very last episode before our assassination. Yep. Erdogan. Well, well, Erdogan's you know. coming. <laughs> and, you know, this isn't the first time. You know, Michael's had some problems with some Turks in the past in some other episodes. It's true. The uh, <laughs> uh, what's what's her name? Well, I have, I'll have you know, most assassinations involve the firing of a single well-placed bullet. The trick <laughs> to yes. selling an assassination attempt is to use a lot more firepower, That's and right. an explosion or two doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It only helps. It only helps. Wow. Well, so that's so there. So there we are. So now we have we have another piece of the puzzle, uh, another breadcrumb another in the trail. The Who burned Michael? And uh, that's that's where that's where they leave us. That's the episode. What a fucking dense episode that was. A lot going on, man. A lot going on. Uh, had trouble following until the end, where they just wrapped it up all too cleanly and too quickly. Uh, they did get all. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we got a couple of wrestling fans here. They got all their shit in. They got all their shit in on this episode. Yeah, it was it was not a go home show though. It no, was... no, no. It was definitely a it was a filler show. This was like. Uh, this was definitely like a uh, like a less important episode of SmackDown if we're gonna if we're gonna go in that. Uh, analogy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Right, right, Josh. That's like that you know. All I about was gonna that. say you beat me too. And give honestly, your give your wrestling burn notice analysis. Say that. <laughs> Very well. In the world of wrestling, there are faces and heels. Faces are the good guys, known for baby faces. Well, that's where heels I mean, I think bad. you know, burn notice and wrestling do have that in common. Like you have your faces, you have your heels, you have your stables. You know, you, you have, have turns. Like your, you have turns. Yep, you have your you have your uh, little plot lines. You have your big payoffs at the end. You know, you have your pay per views in the form of the Burn Notice movie. Uh-huh. And when they do, and just like in any, and when they do hand on hand combat, it really is just pro wrestling. A hundred percent. A lot of pro wrestling looks better than a lot of the combat scenes in this. Yeah, show. some of the combat scenes in this one are pretty rough. <laughs> Very good stuff. Ooh. Um so we, you said you ha- we had some reviews on this one. Let's read a review or two before we get out of here. Yeah, there's just a few people. So they were just like there. There was a rewatch that thread where I guess like a couple of people in the bird notice ever. This was four years ago. It says just like eight comments, just a few people. Most most were just like kind of just replies. But there was <laughs> there's a couple that are pretty funny. Uh, number one from Tomcat eleven oh eight. Another great episode. Trisha Helfer as Carla while still performing in Battlestar Galactica as the Cylon. Number six. Sophia was portrayed by Jacqueline Pinole. Interesting that she also played as Sophia on Days of Our Lives. See, like the most of this is just like kind of just like remember like as you said like oh it's a that person. Um, my favorite recurring character Barry had a small part in this one. Anyone else notice that Madeline picked her doppelganger to be the therapist? Oh like, wow! How, how I can't believe that. Like, is he the only one who noticed that? I just yeah. wow! What? Yeah, no way! Really on something there. Michael Briggs very discussed subtle. steganography when deciphering the message from Carla hidden in the crossword puzzle. Steganography! Shout Ste- out steganography! This guy's just dropping facts. Merv Griffin's crosswords is a game show. Yeah. <laughs> if you decode correctly. You know what? Steganography is a kind of a fun name for a game show. That would be yeah. That is actually fun. Yeah, but this coming this, soon to CBS. Steganography. This isn't even a review as much as this person the is just stating things. The only thing standing between the contestant and one hundred thousand dollars is this room. There is something in this room that can get you out and have the keys to one hundred thousand dollars. Here's your only clue, and here's like a crossword puzzle that's not even like filled in. <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, like uh, there, uh, like that was the. 
when uh, the, and the mom in this episode was like, Michael, you, you came by and well, you did your crossword puzzle and the crossword puzzle, like she handed it to him like, you know, somebody was there, but it was like, it looked blank. It'd be funny if just everything was filled in like piss, poop, shit, fart, butt. <laughs> dick butt. Yeah. What does it say? Come is a three-letter <laughs> word. It's three-letter word. It's just cross. it's just come, mum, mum. It's got like six M's to fill. It. <laughs> no exclamation points. Come, come. Yeah, this um, wasn't really review. It's just, every, it's, just it's just everything is yogurt. <laughs> just says yogurt filled in different different permeations. Jeez, yeah, these Pro aren't really minutes. reviews. Just people are just stating things. Well, much like you know, much of Reddit, they just like kind of quote the episode and say things. Well, that's the well, Reddit can. That's kind of yeah. what my contribution was to this episode. Oh, you did it in a much better way than these people are doing it. Let me tell you, much better. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. this one person just did like our favorite former IRA member, the beautiful Fiona Glennan, decided to use a Springfield M1A our... 7.62x 51 millimeter NATO with a Sage stock. Oh, stage gun talk. Yeah, I was like, is there Jesus. Bio 2A on Twitter? I wish Jesus. I did see that uh, Fiona Probably. has a profile in the Internet Movie Firearm database. Like the gun, <laughs> seriously? The, the gun nuts love Fiona. Uh, well, that's so this is like surprise. wiki feet, but for guns. Yeah, wiki guns. Is it really called wiki guns? No, but it's. I think it's called the Internet Movie Firearm database. Um, it's like a Mr. Skin, but for when people hold guns. <laughs> Mr. Skin. <laughs> oh man well i think it's about the time where we rate the episode let's do it yeah. um out of 10 out of, coffee out makers of, uh out of 10 broken coffee makers let's that's do it pretty good yeah i can't think of any other little token from this it was either that or 10 forged uh id cards that's pretty good too 10 blank laundered checks 10 laundered 10 yeah, blank 10 checks 10 blank yeah. checks let's go 10 blank out of 10 blank checks um you know what i'll go first i never go first um you know, this one just there's too much going on, and it got wrapped. Like, I don't know. I had really a lot of trouble following it. I, I respect the uh, appearances of that guy actors. There just wasn't a lot for me here. It was kind of on the lower end. Um, one of my least favorite episodes that we've watched wow. the entire time. To be honest with you, wow, it's like a three for me. Wow, I'm actually shocked. I didn't, like it. I didn't really like it at all. Wow, I am kind of shocked. Uh, I guess I'll go because like I was. So look. Was I under the influence when I watched this episode? Yes, I was. Was it at the end of a day that I was kind of like, man, I'm kind of fucking over today. All these, all this rat talk got me pissed. <laughs> I was ready to just dive into the world of bird notice. And I was kind of like digging it. I was Mainly because of what we've discussed where this episode doesn't give you time to think. It just kind of does things for 40 minutes. And you just follow along for the ride. And I appreciated it in the moment. And I will say, yeah, recapping it, Kind of does sour it a bit because you're like, yeah, there's a lot of weird. It's like a little too much going on in hindsight. I don't think I'll be that harsh on it though. I think I will fall about a seven. Okay. I, I did like it. I I like that. Uh, you know, while it did have a lot going on, it did showcase like the mom a lot. It did showcase Bruce Campbell's little fun moments. Everybody had little moments here and there, little yeah. twists and turns. Uh, we had, uh, you know. Fucking Michael Weston saying Mexican. It's interesting that I'm the heel and you're the baby face in the episode. Yeah. It's usually the opposite. This is kind of fun. I'm fucking shocked you liked it like that <laughs> poorly. But yeah. But mm, Jordan, for me. what about you coming back to Bird Notice for the first time in a while? I mean, it was a nice nostalgia trip. Uh, I walked down memory lane. Uh, it was I, it was like right in the middle of an episode with I don't have much context to work with that made it a lot more interesting. The three storylines though were like three separate episodes just condensed into like eight minutes per act, which was kind of interesting. I thought they would spread out, but there were some action scenes. It wasn't just totally boring, dull. Uh, two-person talk scene, so I'm always on board with that when it comes to burn notice. Whenever there's action, I'm okay with it. But if I had to give an apt comparison to burn notice, I would say that this episode was a lot like a trip to the Jack in the Box. Okay. Oh. You see, when you go to Jack in the Box, you have your choices. You can get your everyday hamburger, but why stop there when you have chicken sandwiches, a <laughs> breakfast menu, tacos, Chicken tortilla, <laughs> tiny tacos, That's my shit. cine minis, and more. I don't have cine minis. I have churros though, but they also have like teriyaki bowls so, and so you're yeah, this all was this a, eccentric this was a real stuff. Value menu of an episode. Yeah, so it was like a lot of different things at once. That's how I felt like it felt oh, like yeah. you were having three different episodes all at the same time. Some are better than the others, 
Um, but the ones that were fulfilling were good, but the ones that weren't, you're kind of like, oh, that's fine. Um, but ultimately, you will be back for more because just like those tacos at Jack in the Box that are two for a dollar, you have to find out what happens to Michael and what happens next time in the episode. And That's then, why I give it a solid seven out of ten. Yeah, nice. a seven, there we right, go. I'll take three, a seven. three and a half forks. <laughs> three and a half forks. I agree. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah. I guess I'm the heel on this one. Now, if you guys uh, out there disagree or agree with me, you can always give your thoughts uh, by uh, hitting us up on Twitter at BurnNoticePod uh, or emailing us at BurnAfterNoticing at gmail.com. Uh, so you can give your thoughts on you know what you thought of this episode if you watched it, uh, what you thought of this podcast when you listened to it, and what you thought of our ratings uh, if you agree or disagree with them. Um, so I guess our last question before we get out of here, Jordan, is now that we've brought you back to Burn Notice for an episode, will you keep watching it? Will you get back in? I think what I'm going to do is something a little... You probably haven't heard this before. I think what I'm going to do is... I'm still tuning into this podcast because it's everyone's favorite Burn Notice podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. But what I'm going to do is something rare. I'm not going to watch along with you guys. I don't think that's very what rare. What I'm going to do is... <laughs> Check back in every third episode okay. of the series to see what's been changed Ooh. and see if that makes any difference to the watchability of the show. I like, I like it. I yeah. like it. Please uh, please keep us abridged a of your thoughts um, as you go through that journey. I think that would be very interesting to hear from you uh, like periodically it. on that. Uh, thank you. Well, and uh, speak before we before we end. You know, the USA Network had a long history of game shows. Yeah, I wanted to bring some of yes. that up. So, what were the what was USA's history with game shows? A little bit, and were there oh, any kind of game uh, shows going in the on? Eighties and nineties, like, they did all the repeats. Like your press your luck. You had your. Uh, they had press your luck. Chain reaction. Well, they didn't like have like press your luck original episodes. They had like the repeats. Like this was their GSN oh, like, before GSN. Really? Wow. Uh, and then they had original shows. They had Gonzo games. Uh, they had Smush, they had Free For All, they had Quicksilver, uh, they had uh, new original ideas eventually, like later on to like now, where it's like they brought back uh, The Biggest Loser. Right. Uh, they had a weird show called Summer Camp for some reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then of Temptation course- Temptation Island my, is back My, my personal USA favorite Network. USA Network game show, uh, Vince McMahon's Million Dollar Mania. I mean that, that I I technically say that's a segment of a variety show. Yeah, it is, but it's because if it, I have to fall, if I have to play into the world of Vince McMahon, if I have to think like Vince McMahon and go, this is some good shit, brother. Um, it's good shit. I have to think of McMahon's millions as just one act of a variety segment because he doesn't see wrestling as a wrestling show. He sees it as like the Muppet Show, where there's singing, there's dancing, there's a fight, there's this, there's that. So that's just one little game show in this big old weird wrestling world that he's created. Absolutely. That's that definitely very true. But like much like wrestling, uh, you can just make it be anything you want because it's all kayfabe, brother. It's a shoot. Yep. So um, wow. I guess that, that answers our question. So I guess the uh, last thing we can do is uh, get to some plugs. Jordan. Well, hold on Whoa, just wait. one moment. Wait a second. You didn't think I would let you do your plugs without stealing something from a little game shows, I suppose, did you? Uh, what? <laughs> Before we get to plugs, Jordan, I've got a speed round of questions for you this time. Oh, shit! Related to the show Burn Notice. Whoa! I'm going to start the clock at 60 seconds, and I've got a couple questions before you get to plugs. Jordan, are you ready? No pressure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Jordan, I'm going to start the clock now. Boom. Places, place you'd want to get burned. Uh, I'll go with New York City, New York. New York. Okay, secret alias for a cover. I will say, uh, Joshua, and then Hospo of two A's. All right, favorite snack for a stakeout. Uh, mozzarella sticks. Ooh, nice, like it. Uh, game show Bruce Campbell should host. Uh, the mole. The mole. Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one too. And finally, this one's a this one might be a little tough, but. Best podcast about game shows. I'm going to go with game shows, I suppose. Wow, Jordan, answer. five for five. Nailed wow. it. There were right and wrong answers, and it turns out you got them all right. Congratulations. <laughs> you all right. Yeah, there were. There wow. Were, wow, you, you walked that tightrope perfectly. Jordan, please. Wow, you did it. <laughs> plug away. Uh, game shows, I suppose. Part of the Buzzcast Network. Uh, also available at jordanhots.com slash podcast. 
Uh, every week, we look at a new game show from the past present. We do reviews. There's a bunch of news, press releases, and all that good stuff. Recently, Josh was on to talk about Newlywed Games. That was a lot of fun. I had, yeah, Absolutely. that was a great time. We talked even uh, more about and, Street uh, Smarts, too, I feel like. And eventually, we're going to be talking uh, again with, with some more people yes. from the pod. I was just about to Soon bring that up. Uh, I am also greatly looking forward to being a future guest on game shows, I suppose. But it's not it's not like right now like we <laughs> recorded. That's why. So it's like Yeah, we're not recording time it like right episode this airs, maybe it's recorded. I don't know. <laughs> yep. You never just you gotta I just find out when it comes out. You're just gonna have to uh follow Stay and tuned. subscribe to game shows, I suppose. Uh follow me on Twitter at Jordha, J O R D H A. That's uh and then check out my other podcast, Funtime Calls, uh, over at Funtime Calls on Twitter. Yeah, awesome. also Thank on Twitch. Um, so, yeah, you can you can also hear me at some point in the future on Jordan's podcast. But until then, uh, you can find me on Twitter at TV. That's all C's, no K's, all days. Um, you can also follow Neek. me on Twitch um, at uh, twitch.tv slash thickflare. Uh, having fun over there on the stream. And uh, that's about it for me. Josh, where can they find you? Where can they find us? You can find us at Burn Notice Pod on Twitter, or if you have questions and other things that you want to send our way, you can do that at burnafternoticing at gmail.com. You can send pet pictures. You can send your status on the show. You can send whatever you want as long as it's legal. Uh, that's a you know the only probably. And like, what is legal, really? You're all sovereign citizens. Make your own sure, laws. Sure. Yeah, we can walk that tire. If you can find Just me, don't violate the non-aggression principle. <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. If in, in in reference of us, you can do it on your own. Just don't yeah, keep it because of us. But yeah, you can find me at Shaken Bakey on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, that's Shaken Bakey, not Shaky Bakey, not Shaken Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Common misconception. You'll find me uh, also on the Bazizio channel streaming Fortnite or Fortnite. Yeah, indefinitely yep. at this point. Um, For at a minimum sick. of 451 hours. Uh, with an asterisk, they could go up and down or at any point. We don't know. Who knows? But stay tuned Fahrenheit for that. Fahrenheit 451, Shaky's Gaming Brain Edition. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. Who knows? Maybe I'll get a Battle Royale. That'll be fun. But yeah, stay tuned to Bazizio, twitch.tv slash Bazizio for that. If you want to follow us there. Jordan, once again, thank you so much for being yeah, thank you. on Burn After Noticing. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And always, folks... This is a classic catchphrase of ours. I, I, I swear, I've been checking the hashtags. I'm seeing it everywhere. Hashtag more don't more get saying burned. this. Don't get burned. I'm seeing. Thank it you everywhere. so. Yeah. Do not get burned, especially um, in between now and next week when we'll uh, when we'll see you. Have a good one, everybody. Okay. <laughs> Later. You're on notice. <laughs>